Welcome back, me sweet listener. I'm Donna Peters. I'm an advisor to executives and next generation leaders who strive to be both career oriented and life minded. The Me Sweet podcast is a forum for how to lead our lives with more purpose, planning, and power, like C suites lead the companies we most admire. The C suite wakes up every day focused on three key decisions. Number one, are we living our own core values? Number two, is everything running smoothly in our day to day? And number three, how do we as individuals stay fresh and relevant for the future we desire to have? You get the idea. We each need a C-suite mentality for leading our own lives. We each need a me-suite, a source of power for the life-minded. Let's get in there. On this episode of the me-suite, we are going to focus on leadership. And many listeners have been asking for a focused discussion on leadership. This one will circle around servant leadership and stewardship. And I have the perfect guest for this show who has served as a member of my personal board of directors when I have been at crossroads in my own career and life decisions. Her name is Nicole Tranchatella, and she is a leader at one of the world's largest, most influential consulting firms, Accenture. And when people need a picture of a servant leader, an emoji for it, they go and they pull up a picture of Nicole Tranchatella. She has been the leader of one of Accenture's largest accounts, the leader of one of Accenture's largest geographies, and the leader of one of Accenture's largest inclusion and diversity set of personnel. Truly embodying this topic, I am thrilled to have the listeners learn from her today. Welcome, Nicole Tranchatella. Wow, Donna. I'm honored to be here and uh, most importantly, honored that you are on my board as much as I'm on your board. But thank you so much for the amazing introduction. I'm going to have to replay it for my family. uh, (laughs) Thank you. That's perfect. That's wonderful. Well, Nicole, you know that we start with core values here in the Me Suite. Let me start with mine. I actually have four. I tried to narrow it down to three, but I couldn't. The first one, uh, and it's... uh, it's perfect for the topic is, of course, stewardship. Mm. And I'll go through the other three and then I, I can talk some more. But it's stewardship, gratitude, mm. integrity, and family. So stewardship for me is has been a core value of mine for as long as I've been with Accenture. But even before that, I truly believe that each of us has a responsibility to help others. Mm. And none of us has... Uh, been able to achieve the successes that we've had personally or professionally without the help of others. And so it's something that I believe that we need to do in every aspect of our life. And when I think about what I do uh, within my profession, I do believe it's, it's my responsibility to be stewards of our clients, of our people and our, our community. Mm. So that's what stewardship is for me. Gratitude is is just being thankful for what you have and and the being thankful for who you have the pleasure to work with mm-hmm. uh, and be around. And I I intentionally use the words honored and blessed when I talk about uh, the clients that I work with or the people that I work with or just honestly my friends and family because I could be in a very different place if I didn't have the network that I have. Yeah, wow. Integrity is a is a high bar for me personally. I tend to make decisions that are very focused on 
what is the right thing for all parties, mm-hmm. which may or may not be the right thing for me. So that makes me put in sometimes an uncomfortable position, but, but I want to make sure that every morning when I look myself in the mirror, that I feel like I've done the best that I could uh, the day before. Mm. And then the last one is family. Certainly my personal family is very important to me and anybody that knows me knows more about my family than they or my family ever wanted them to know. (laughs) But I actually consider the people that I work with, my family, I have some clients that I honestly would consider family for life. Mm -hmm. And I tend to treat everybody as if they are a family member. Sometimes people might feel like I am being their big sister or mother when they didn't want it, but Uh I feel that uh, that's just part of my DNA. Yeah. And that also comes with saying the truth in a helpful way, but not always in a pleasant way, right? You you have to, if you really are treating somebody like a family member, you're delivering hard messages with their best interest in mind. Yeah, and I think that's a very important distinction because it's really... I, I I am blessed to be a mother of three amazing individuals. Like I, I can't necessarily use the word children anymore because my youngest is months away from become from turning 18. So, and they're all taller than me. <laughs> but what I've, my husband and I have always approached parenting as a responsibility to tell our children uh, what they need to hear. Mm. And it might not be what they want to hear. And I've taken a page out of that in my professional life. I think uh. it's I think it's very important. And I think about my own personal career. It's been very important for me to hear the direct feedback. I might yeah. not have always wanted to hear it, but I needed to hear it. And I, I think I feel that it's our responsibilities as people and as leaders to give that honest feedback. Otherwise, people won't learn and grow and evolve and be the best they can be mm-hmm. if they don't know what they need to know. First of all, the phrase servant leadership. Can you share with the listeners what is it first by definition? And then I would like for you to be able to share if I wanted to start flexing a servant leadership muscle more overtly Monday, what would I do? How would I show up differently? Mm-hmm. Can we start with the definition? Sure. So I'm actually going to start with a quote. Okay. And it's interesting. I've researched this quote multiple times and I've come up with four different possible authors. Mm. So the quote is service is the rent we pay for the privilege of living. Oh, say it again. Service is the rent we pay uh-huh. for the privilege of living. And I've heard it referred um, or associated with Shirley Chisholm, okay, with Mary Wright Edelman, with Muhammad Ali, uh-huh. and it's being known as a Indian proverb. Okay, so I'm hoping one of those is correct. <laughs> to me, I truly believe, regardless of what your role is in society, mm-hmm. that you we need to look at ways in which we can give service to others. And when I think about it from a context of servant leadership is as a leader, I am here to help you as an individual on my team Mm -hmm. be the best you can be. Mm. And that means I need to help you create the environment 
that allows you to thrive, not just survive, but thrive, Mm. that allows you to reach your professional and personal goals as much as I can make happen, Mm -hmm. that gives you the feedback that you deserve and the opportunities that you absolutely want and need to succeed and advance in your careers. Mm. And so I truly believe that as a leader, I am here to serve others. Yeah, people are so, I'm going to use your words back at you, just honored and blessed to be able to work with you, with you having this mindset. I want to circle around the word leadership for a moment. You don't mean this in a hierarchical org chart way, do you? No, no, not at all. Anybody that that knows me knows that I look I I look at this responsibility regardless of hierarchy, mm-hmm. regardless of role I play versus uh, another person plays. But I am truly here. To, I look at it as how can I help you? Mm-hmm. Um, and so whether it is people on my team, so there might be a hierarchy associated with that. Yeah, or it's a colleague of mine that's a peer. Uh, and how can I help them? Mm-hmm. Or it could be, you know, my leadership. It could be my clients. It could be somebody in the community that I've had the the privilege of working with. Mm-hmm. It could just be, you know, somebody that's working in the office I happen to be working in that day mm-hmm. that's providing, an, you know, office services. Mm-hmm. It's how can I help? And for me... I've been I've been blessed by two amazing parents and um, each of them brings their own strengths. Mm. And I learned stewardship and servant leadership, honestly, from my mom. Mm. And it started with ways in which we gave back into our community. Mm-hmm. I think there's eight when you ask me what people can go do on Monday morning. Yeah. Everybody needs something. Mm. So finding somebody that, you know, while you're having a conversation with them and saying, is there anything that you need, particularly Mm. in this day and age, there's lots of people with lots of needs going on right now. And what I found is that when you, when you ask for that, when you ask, what can I do for you? It it tends to sometimes stop them in their tracks. Yeah. They might not have anything in mind, but it, it, it changes the relationship and strengthens it like literally immediately Mm. because they're like, you know, thank you just for asking. Yeah. And I would love to challenge listeners to think about Monday. Where can you add that question to your vocabulary more? And, you know, I think some people might say, I got enough on my plate. Mm. I don't have time to do somebody, something for somebody else. Mm. But I'll go back to something that I said before. I, I am not where I am today without the support and effort and kindness and Mm. love of family, friends, colleagues, et cetera. Yeah. And there might be a time where I need somebody Mm. and I need help. And if I'm willing to help somebody, then sometime down the road, Mm -hmm. I might need help from them. Yeah. And I'll use you as an example. I know that if I ever needed something, I could call you. Yes. And you would be there. I would. And because I, you know that I would do the same for you. Yeah. And that's why I think it's important because we are not island. I don't care what mm-hmm. role or job or where you fit in society. Mm-hmm. Not a single one of us is an island. Yeah. 
Can you tell the story? I'm aware that you gave a leadership talk recently to people who had made a recent major career milestone. Mm-hmm. And you had challenged them to write thank you notes. C- could you illuminate that for the listeners? I think that's a really powerful experience. Yeah, so it goes along the lines of gratitude mm-hmm. which as my, uh, as my core value. Something else that was ingrained into my childhood was, was the, the thank you note writing mm. and the personalization of it. And I think there's two things I would say. One is when, when, you, when you reach a major achievement, certainly there was a lot of hard work that goes into it as an individual. Mm-hmm. But there are also people that helped you get there, yeah. that created the opportunity for you, that, that gave you the coaching, that you know, steered you in the right direction, that whatever, you know, that paved the way ahead of you, whatever it is. And I think it's extremely important to reflect on that and identify who those people are Mm -hmm. and send them a thank you. And so I personally believe that the best way to do it is a handwritten note because in today's society, nobody gets anything handwritten anymore and it feels different. Yeah. However, what I did in that forum was we had about a, uh, a little bit less than 200 people in the room. And I literally told them, I said, okay, um, after speaking for about 45 minutes, I said, now I'm actually going to tell you to take your phones out. Yeah. Because I specifically <laughs> told them to put them away to listen to me for 45 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, I said, all right, you can take them out. And before you start replying to all the texts that you received, I need you to text somebody. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And it could be a family member. It could be your spouse. It could be your child. It could be a coworker. It could be a client, anybody. But just say thank you. Mm-hmm. And again, it's to recognize that, yes, you earned the, the achievement that, that you reached, mm. but you also know that you're, you're expressing gratitude and appreciation for what that person did for you. I have <laughs> one folder that I do that's called Keep Me. Ah. And those notes go in there. Ah. And and I open them when I'm having a rough day mm-hmm. and I just read them. And it gives me verification that what I'm doing is making a difference for people. Mm-hmm. I love this. That's why I, and so I literally, and, and if you sent me something handwritten, then it goes into a box and I literally will pull that, that box out yeah. and, and keep them. And, and yes, I, I, I've kept them for, many years, but they still mean something to me. Mm -hmm. And I know when I say thank you or when I send somebody a thank you note, you know, when I hit a major career milestone two years ago, I wrote down, there were 50 people that I sent handwritten notes to. It took me, it took me, I mean, I was traveling with thank you notes everywhere. (laughs) Um, It took me a while. And I gave myself literally almost a year to get it done. I treated it like a wedding. You have a a year Mm -hmm. to send thank you notes. But every single one of them, sent me a note back saying your note meant a lot to me. Yes. And I think I have a tip for you. Yeah. What if you took a picture of the handwritten notes, emailed them to yourself and put them in the keep me folder? Ooh. And then you could have access to them too electronically wherever you are in your travels. Oh, I love that. 
One thing we could start doing differently on Monday is to write the thank you notes. The second one is to keep our own keep me folder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're giving us a lot of practical tips. I would want your listeners to know that this is not just for people that are in leadership positions. Right. That it's for the recently graduated and, you know, gainfully employed new joiner into an organization Mm -hmm. that's looking for a way to, to make their mark in their careers as they start their, their journey. And, and how can they serve others in a leadership capacity? And Mm -hmm. it can just be going to them listening to their stories or meeting people. And it can just be, is there anything that I can do for you? Mm. I think the thing that I would say is it could be anyone at any level or any age or any background Mm -hmm. has the ability to be a steward and serve others. And that would be probably my biggest additional uh, item for you. Yeah. Leadership is a mindset, not an org chart. Correct. Yeah. 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 I love it. Awesome. I have had a lot of amazing people come in and out of my life, and you're in the top tier of this list, Nicole, and I am honored and blessed for all of the support that you've given me just in the launch of the Me Suite alone, and I really, really appreciate you sharing yourself with the listeners. I love seeing your passion come to life through this, so it has been an amazing privilege and pleasure to be a small part of this, and I look forward to your continued success, but thank you for having me as part of this show. Nicole Tranchatella, everybody. Thank you for joining us in the Me Suite. I'm Donna Peters. Subscribe to the podcast. Share ideas for future episode topics. Visit us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and at themesuite.com. That's the-me-suite.com. Suite like executive suite. That's the dash me suite.com. The Me Suite, a source of power for the life minded.